0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with the afternoons on News Talk 770. We'll have some time for your calls later in this hour. Don't forget the telephone number. It's 403-974-TALK. That's 974-8255. You can also text us 77770. We can read uh, some of those texts. So we've got some some issues we'll talk about later on. Uh, A lot we've covered already. And I suspect this next conversation might generate some reaction, too. As uh, we head back to school, and I guess uh, today is a back-to-school day for a lot of kids, although many uh, started last week, Uh, it's a good time to focus on the question of homework. I I get the sense that there's been a a backlash against homework, that we we seem to be moving in the direction of assigning kids less homework. I don't know that that means we're going to do away with homework altogether, but I think there's, there's been a rethink on homework then maybe some, some life balance for kids is a good thing. Maybe too much homework too soon is not really helping kids. The kids still need to experience being kids. And that means having a life as kids and not being bogged down with, with too much homework. And what is it kids are doing? Is it work that could have or should have been done during class that they're now having to do it at night? Is it simply studying for tests? Is it additional assignments above and beyond what they're doing in class? Now, proponents of homework have made the case that uh, it helps reinforce what kids are learning, gives parents an opportunity to become engaged with what uh, kids are learning. I think there's certainly something to be said for that. And obviously in the later years, especially post-secondary education, uh, there is going to be that expectation that you're able to work on your own outside of, of the classroom setting. And do students have those skills coming out of school, going into post-secondary, if there hasn't been an expectation that they do homework? Well, joining us to talk about uh, some of these issues uh, is a grade four teacher. His name is uh, Eric Armitage, and uh, he's, I think, like a lot of other people, had kind of a a rethink uh, on the homework question. And uh, Eric joins us on the line here this afternoon. Eric, thanks for making some time for us here. Appreciate this. Hi, Rob. No problem. Great to speak to you. All right. You teach uh, at an elementary school in in Rocky Mountain House. You're teaching uh, grade four this year. Is that right? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, and as I read the uh, the post-media profile on on this issue, and they they spoke to you about this, that uh, it used to be a few years ago you would routinely assign homework, and and you kind of had a a rethink on it. Explain that to us. Well, First
0: of all, um, I I love that... I love that everything in the education world sparks debate because that's what we do. There's no one way for everybody, and I appreciate the chance to speak on it. but I think rethink is a great way to put it because as opposed to a complete banning and push away of homework, I think I think uh, I think with enough people talking about it, it demands a rethink. But certainly, when I started teaching especially, there uh, I don't know if it was from just what you think an expectation is or just trying to keep your head above water with the demands of, of a everyday school classroom, you just sort of do what has been done. And, and I did that for a while, and honestly, it just it just came to a point where it wasn't working for me, and, and I didn't feel like it was working for the students either. So I did have to rethink it, and I moved away from, I guess, what you would call prescribed homework, where every kid in my classroom was doing the same homework every night, no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a teacher's prerogative? Is, is that how it works, that it, it can vary from, from teacher to teacher?
0: I would really like to think so. I would like to think that the administration would be supportive of that. And as far as I know, that's what I heard uh, from the HTA as well, that um, it is the teacher's prerogative. They know the students. They're working with them all day, every day. And whatever they decide is best uh, for the way they're teaching what they're doing and making sure they're getting their outcomes in, whatever they decide is best, they're sort of left to their own devices to get that work done with the kids.
1: All right, so does that mean then that you've kind of done a 180? Have you gone to, to no homework at all, or what, what's your thinking on it now?
0: Well, it really depends because there's, you can't ever say that extra practice would be detrimental or wouldn't help certain kids in certain situations. So I've moved completely away from everyone does the same thing, completely prescribed homework. So if I work with a kid for a couple of weeks and I notice that there's a, a certain deficiency, especially in one area, I have resources available, digital and otherwise, that I can present to a parent and um, tell them that I think perhaps some extra practice on this would help. But where I stop is uh, where I stop is uh, thinking that I have the ability to tell a family what they do with their time after their kid has left me. Um, they're with me for quite a few hours. And they're busy people and they have lives. And you said life balance, you know, before mm-hmm. I came on. And that's a great way to put it as well. I hear arguments all the time about um, we're teaching responsibility and those sorts of things. And I, I, uh, I recognize that my grade for my elementary school is a very different creature than the secondary the high school. Um, I just don't see, as an 8, 9, 10-year-old, being bogged down with any more that we do for seven and a half, eight hours a day you know, is beneficial in all cases across the board.
1: What's the reaction been from parents? What's your sense of where parents are at on this question?
0: Honestly, uh, parents that I work intimately with that know me um, have had no problem with it, have appreciated the fact that, um, you know, that we work hard at school and we get things done and that I value their time as a family. Um, And there was an argument that you had said before I got on there, too, about it's a way for parents to be engaged with what the kids are learning. And, I just have so many other ways to do that, Rob. Um, yeah, you know, we I talk to my parents constantly and consistently through emails and texts, face to face, and I, I talk to them enough that I, I feel like they have a, a very good idea of what we're learning and what we're doing in class and where their kid could probably um, could probably use a little bit of extra practice and things.
1: Well, let's just say because I mean, if you know, especially with younger kids, if if for example, um, you know, parents are reading with their kids at night, we wouldn't necessarily call that homework, but that's that's a continuation of, of learning. Right? Well, and we, would, and we would want that to happen uh,
0: anyway. We'd want well, that exactly. to happen over, over the summer, right? Like yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't want to say, we wouldn't want to kill that joy or the spontaneous, hey, let's sit down and have a book. Uh, we wouldn't want to kill that by, that's a tricky thing. You know, once you tell a kid that they have to do something, that can be very tricky. Um, the way you present that, they can be resistant right away and really miss out on some things that they really would have loved otherwise.
1: Now, the argument, though, about later on in, in, the, uh, in, in their school years, as kids get into high school and then on to post-secondary education, that, that you know, that homework is going to be a reality. And do, do we need to ensure that kids have the skills to make that adjustment? Now, you know, you teach grade four kids. I think talking about you know, 9 and 10-year-olds, is a lot different than talking about 16, 17, 18-year-olds. So what do you see as, as that transition as kids get into to later grades?
0: well i think I think oh, let me put this the right way i I feel like I feel like the systems in place in some of the secondary the middle schools, the junior highs, the high schools maybe could bend a little bit more than the kids would have to. I recognize the workload is bigger, but when we look at and i 'm by no means an expert i haven't um, i haven 't delved deep into into every single piece of research about it, but through our professional development and things we 've learned things and I think if you look at what some of the research is telling us, especially in the high schools and stuff, um, these kids are still developing, you know, mentally, they're developing their brain and and what's, what the demands we're putting on some of them is uh, is, is really too much um, for them to be able to cope with it properly. So we're changing, like their brains are still developing, we're changing like the stress induced um, testing and things like that and the high stakes, everything's high stakes, not everything, but a lot of it is. and. And I would love to see some change that way. And I, and I have no, uh, there's no way that that would be easy. And I totally recognize that. Um, and I don't have kids in the high school and I'm not a high school teacher. So you have to take that with a grain <laughs> yeah. of salt as well. Um, but I would, just, I would just love to see it a little bit more, um, I guess, personalized to the kid, uh, what they can do and, you know, and what they're working towards.
1: Well, that's just it, right? I mean, if, if a student's struggling in class and then they're, they're being told to go home at night and, and keep doing this very same thing that you're struggling with. It's not getting the student any further ahead. And it does seem then that you're, you're compounding the stress that that person's dealing with, that, that child's dealing with. Uh, so that if kids are struggling, we need to find different ways of, of addressing that. And, and you know, practice, as you say, outside classroom can help, but we need to make sure that, that they're learning what they're supposed to be learning.
0: Well, sure, and you got to be really creative in the classroom these days. You really do. Even within yeah. the last ten years, it's completely turned. Like we're not. I get uh, I get twenty students at the beginning of the year, but that doesn't mean I have twenty students at the same level doing the same things, you know. And we we have to be adaptable to that. And you're right. If a kid doesn't understand something in class, and we ship it home with them, and we're not there with them, and they're doing practice, they're either practicing it the wrong way, or they're banging head against the wall, not getting anything done because they don't know how to do it. And and I, w- I would say that that's inappropriate.
1: Interesting. Well, Eric, uh, thanks for sharing your story with us and appreciate the input on this uh, conversation. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Thanks. Take care. That's uh, Eric Armitage is a grade four teacher in uh, Rocky Mountain House and was uh, profiled in this post-media article uh, about homework. As it says, five years ago, he routinely sent home spelling lists, math practice sheets, nightly reading prescription uh, for his students. Uh, but started to have a rethink on him. In fact, became a stepdad to, to a boy in grade one. That changed his perspective a lot. So he's come around to a different approach and says, you know, we don't need to to be sending home all of this homework with these young kids. That we can address this in a lot of different ways and, and do so in the classroom or give parents tools to help their kid to reinforce what's being learned without doing the, uh, you know, your, your typical homework. So where do you come down on, on the homework debate? So Whenever my kids come home and they, you know, we say, do you have any any homework, anything you got to finish tonight? I always want to find out, well, okay, well, what is it though? Why are you doing this at home? Was this that you were given time to finish in class and you didn't? Then in that case, well, yeah, absolutely. You should have to spend part of your evening doing it because you had the chance to do it in class and, and chose not to. So that makes sense. Um, but if it's just to... Is it to reinforce what you've been learning? Is it a test you're studying for? So I think it, you know, it depends on what it is. And some of those worksheets that, that kids get, I mean, I think once you've demonstrated after five or ten questions that you grasp the concept, what are you proving then by doing 50 or 100? But I think it does depend on the age, and it depends on, on the nature of the assignment itself. And I think certainly once you get into later grades, you've got to have more of that. Because it's coming, it's coming at the post-secondary level, like it or not. Let's take a break here. We'll come back and uh, talk a bit more about the homework debate. We got some other issues we can talk about here as well. You're listening to Afternoons on News Talk 770.
0: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12:30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.